This is Miller's Edge on Tide Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Into the middle's edge on a Monday. All we do is win. That's right. That's all we do. Many people thought that it wouldn't happen for the Alabama Crimson Tide when they went on the road to College Station, but they got it done 26 to 20. Alabama now really, really controls their own destiny as they move forward in the SEC West the rest of the season. Could it be we get to Atlanta again? That was the biggest game that I said last week that circled on the schedule will be the toughest game, toughest environment. All the other games were at home that I thought would be tough. Tennessee, LSU, Arkansas, and you're going to roll to Auburn and Kentucky. Very doable for the Crimson Tide. We'll take your phone calls on this overreaction Monday. 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. And we're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's art support expert, folks. And yes, you're talking about feeling good. My feet feel good. My hip, my back, my knees, everything on this Monday, especially what the Tide accomplished on Saturday. I'm feeling great. Christian Miller, and Justin Jones hanging out with you for the next hour. We're going to talk about it, break this game down. But it's going to be pretty simple. It's going to be pretty simple, folks, because what happened is what we said, I said, would happen. Jalen Milrow will play his best game ever. I said that, throwing the football, not with his legs. Uh, we talked about the defense I wasn't worried about. They would play great. They did just that. Tons of sacks, tons of pressure. They hit the quarterback. I talked about that. Created turnovers and special teams. Things happen. And by the way, I am collecting receipts. All of you who question, who said the Alabama A&M, I mean an unranked team, you chose to go against the Tide. I'm collecting those receipts on today. Christian, I got a you got an envelope I can use because I got a ton of receipts that I'm going to collect today. <laughs> I'll make sure I get one to you. I mean, there, there's a lot of receipts to collect. I mean, our own our own team here at Tide 100.9. I feel like at least half of the guys on air on Tide 100.9 chose a and I'm disappointed, but it is what it is. It's part of it. You know, I I just wish they would have the confidence in this team. But I get it. I get it. They they probably see and hear things from everybody else whether it's a guy from sec uh what is it network I, I, who he said yeah. a&m's a better better teams on special team the better team that would be chris Dorn. chris Dorn. yeah i mean whoever that guy is right but i mean like i said it is what it is even even our own guy josh page chose a&m but to be fair i mean he said he wouldn't be surprised if alabama pulled it off but but look i get it like but like you said it's easy to get lost in these numbers when you look at the numbers and you're seeing oh number one and uh, sacks in the country, number one in tackles for losses. And you you look at Alabama, who was going into this game at like number 120-something uh, for giving up sacks. It's easy to get lost in that. It's easy to get lost in the earlier performances of this Alabama team. But if you have the eye to look at details uh, when watching football and, and seeing where things are progressing and seeing how things could play out and how they should play out, you know, you can have more confidence. And that's why going into this game, I said, I know it's probably going to end up being a close game just because we're on the road in that environment. 
really shouldn't have been that close. If, if, if you really look at it, we really should have beat them by at least two scores and probably could have, you know, with that, if we didn't have that, uh, that blocked field goal for a touchdown callback. But again, a win is a win and we'll dive into all that. I'm just, I'm glad we got the job done. You said, you know, that you thought this was arguably the toughest challenge on the schedule remaining. Uh, we'll see if that's the case. They took care of business uh, in College Station. You know, now we got a three-game home stretch taking on Arkansas. I think we're opening up as like a 19 and a half or something point favorite, right? Uh, then we'll, uh, who is it after that? Tennessee? Yep. Then the bye Tennessee, yeah. Then the bye week. Yep, there you go. Yep. So nice three-home game stretch. I'm looking forward to it, and I think the tide is going into this stretch with some really good momentum. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with your breakdown? Do you want me to go? How do you want to do this? I know we both got no, a lot I, to I, say. I, I'm just going to be not. You know what? I'm, today, I'm going to let the caller say a lot. I'm just going to say this real quick, and then I'm going to move out the way because I'm going to respond to the excuses and everything else that I, I feel like I want to hear. Right? So okay. here's what I'm going to say. You know, I'm going to say this. You know, Alabama, as you could see, you kept using the word, I like the trajectory in which this team is heading. We kept saying this team is moving in the right direction. We've been saying that this team has a lot of talent. When people question the wide receivers, and they're always quick to, you know, compare these guys to the greats that's been here, the Devontae Smiths and all these other folks, and we don't have those guys anymore. And I kept saying, yeah, we do. We have those guys that just got to get them the ball. They got to create and be innovative in the play calling to a lot of these guys to get the football. And um, well, we saw that we got some dudes that can play. They can play running, uh, I like to say running cats, frisbee catching dogs. We have frisbee catching dogs on this football team. We got tight ends that can deliver. We have running backs who can run hard and also catch the ball at the backfield. Great concentration, by the way, and catch by Jace McClellan, uh, getting that knee up and then recapturing the ball and getting that first down. You know, listen, here's the only bad thing that I saw, one mistake by Jalen Miro. And I love the fact that Nick Saban has given him that comfort and said, man, just go play the game. I've been talking about this. Don't take away from the dude's strengths. Let him play. Live and die with what he does. He's going to do a lot of great things. He's going to make mistakes because he's still a very immature, uh, inexperienced quarterback, right? He's still learning. He's still growing. There's a lot left on this bone that's going to be amazingly great. I love what Coach Saban said. Hey, you know what? Let him just go play. Don't worry about making mistakes. If you make a mistake, put it behind you. Have you know, forget it. Have that Tiger Woods mentality. Next play, next shot. You know, I'm not going. I'm going to sit here and dwell on my mistake. I love that attitude, and that allowed him. You could tell he was freed up. Kudos to Tommy Reese. I've been one of his worst critics. I've been asking for him to change and do some things differently and quick passes. And well, kudos to him. I'm that dude that says, hey. I'm going to call it like I see it. I'm going to tell you how I feel it. And, but when somebody does it right, I'm going to I'm gonna praise him. And I praise him based on, and I still think he has a lot left on the bone as far as play calling. But give him the credit. He put Jalen Milrow in position to do what he does best. Those throws in the flat, those slams, the deep ball, he attacked downfield, which I said that will be available right. Remember I said that last week, Christian, because they're going to bring pressure. They are a pressure football team. They gonna put. They gonna make you th uh, throw it. They take away. They run run stunts and run slants and run blitzes to stop the run. And they create pressure. Durkin, DJ Durkin loves to do that. Why? Because the secondary is suspect. And if we can hold up, which the offensive line gave up a lot of sacks, a lot of pressure sacks, it's going to happen when you got somebody or a team that blitz so much, right? You're going to give up sacks. But when they held in there and protected, Jalen Milro hurt them with the deep ball. 321 yards passing in the ball game, three touchdowns. That's what I'm talking about. So kudos to Tommy Reeves for changing and adjusting his game plan. And uh, it was a great thing to see. And I know that, I mean, fans are going to be fans. They're fanatical, right? They're complaining about the run game. Well, I've been, you can't run the football. Sometimes the defense can take away that, folks. For all you people that think you just can run the football, it's called scheme, okay? Football one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes you can't run it because said team takes away the run, right? And they still ran it enough to keep, to keep them honest. But you're not going to blow it up because why? Alabama is an inside running team. 
They knew that. That's why all the pressure was coming inside and cat blitzes off the corner and with the slots. I mean, they brought pressure from everywhere, right? So Alabama could not run the football. That's what opened up the passing game. And kudos again for Tommy Reese making those adjustments. So uh, defensively was wonderful. The defensive line harassed Max Johnson the entire game, uh, especially the second half, giving up only three points. I mean, Alabama outscored them 16-3. We are a second-half team. I might as well go ahead and take that because every – I mean, I don't know what happens at halftime. When they come out, they are a different team. We just got to figure out how to put – Did we lose him, Justin? We might have just lost him, yeah. No worries. Well, I'll, I'll pick up because he, he got some really good stuff in there, and um, I think he was probably finishing up. But – I mean, and just to piggyback off of what he said, look, you got to first and foremost, you got to talk about Jalen Milrow. Career high game, 21 to 33 for 321 yards. Uh, like my dad was saying, you know, that, that passing opportunity was going to be there. We said that, you know, the way to counter these blitzes, these quick passes and, you know, these mesh routes, you know, slants, uh, sticks, you know, hitches, right? And that's exactly what we dialed up. And again, I, 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 I want people to understand, right? When we praise Jalen Milrow for having a great game, we're not turning a blind eye to any mistakes, right? We know there's a couple short uh, intermediate routes, whatever, you know, didn't have the best, uh, you know, touch on it. Maybe it was a little high, right? We like it's not. We're not blind, folks. We see that. The thing is, we're just not going to highlight every every single week, you know, what he could improve on because we already know what he can improve on. We know that's in an area. Uh, I won't even say necessarily weakness, but an area that he needs to get better at. We already know that. So what's the point of harping on it every week? Right. It's like just like my dad said, you know, you live and die by that. He's going to make some really good you know, deep ball throws. He has some really nice intermediate throws, some really nice touches that one in the end zone to Burton. Um, that, I mean, but that that was pure accuracy, man. Beautiful accuracy on that football. I mean, even on some of those hitches, I mean, he was throwing it. The, the pick that probably was a little more of a timing issue. Right. That safety had time to break on the way he rolled. I mean, look. That's going to happen, but you just got you got to praise the guy because going into this game, nobody gave him or the offense a shot. They said we're not going to be able to run the football. We we struggled throwing the football, so we're just in, we're doomed. We're in trouble. You know they did exactly the opposite. I love the attitude that Burton played with. That's what I've been waiting on seeing when I kept talking about mentality. That's what I was referring to. I was talking about that type of dog mentality, and we saw that out of Jermaine Burton, right? And so. Overall, I was so I was so impressed, you know, with the offense, the game plan. I still think, like my dad, you know, we can be a little more creative in the run game. It seems like we just kind of run these basic inside zones. I'd like to get a little more creative in the run game, but look, I'm not going to complain. You know, we threw for over 300 yards. Before you take away the the sack yardage, because in college they they that's attributed to the total rushes. Uh, we had about 54 yards on the ground. Jason McClellan had 45 yards. Roydale had nine. Uh, Milrow was, you know, credited for negative 31 when you count those sacks. So a total of 23 rushing yards, less than a yard uh, per rush. So that definitely needs to be cleaned up. But we knew it was going to be a tough time running the football in this game. But that's definitely something to, to improve on. But then moving on over to the defensive side of the football, right? I mean, defense was lights out. And it started from the beginning of the game. Those red zone stops, I mean, they were stout in the red zone. And that was huge. That was that was pivotal. That was a pivotal moment in this football game, being able to uh, you know, that fourth down stop early on and just holding them to points. I think we held them to three points in the second half. I mean, defense did their thing, and that's that's why I said keys to the game. You know, protecting the quarterback, you know, the offense line up front. And then defensively, we got to have a big game. We got to be stout. We have to take some pressure off the offense, and that's what they did. Another key moment in the game, Jalen Miller throws the interception. It happens. We get it. Got to live to play another down. What do we do? Defense steps up. Caleb Downs. I don't think people talk about that enough. That interception that might have been that might have saved the football game. That interception by Caleb Downs was critical. So the way they responded right there, then you you get you block a field goal in a critical moment, return it for a touchdown. I mean, you're about to go up even more. Unfortunately, uh, you get the penalty there. And look, I get it. You know, it, it looked like a weak call, but at the same time, you know, Dallas he, he's got to know, right? You got to be disciplined when that guy in front of you. He's 15 yards with the football. You don't have to touch that guy. I, I know. You wanted your get back. I think that was that tight end that was all up on Malachi, but you got to be disciplined in that moment. You can't hurt the team right there. So speaking of discipline, that was another issue that, that I'd point out. 14 penalties for 99 yards. We've got to get that cleaned up. You know you're going to have some, right? You know, you're on the road. You, you, you know, that's why I said, 
you've got to limit those. You know, you're going to have a couple probably because you got a different cadence. You know, you're going, the guards tap in the center. They're stemming, if you guys notice. They stem the D-line, trying to get that movement, trying to throw the offensive line off, and it, and it worked, right? But we, we've got to clean up those penalties. Coach Saban said it. We arguably did everything we could in this football game to lose, and we still found a way to win. And, and that's what matters most is, is, is to win. And I, I, I hear people say, right, they're like, well, I mean, it's ignorant just to ignore. We're not ignoring anything. What we're saying is this football team, with all these mistakes in this game, the penalties, you name it, right? I mean, everything, you know, the end of the game, and I'll tell you guys, you know, pretty much what happened after watching it. So basically, you know, Jace McClellan, you know, he bobbles the catch. He, he, he makes the catch, gets the first down, but it definitely would look like something that would probably be reviewed. They hurry up and get on the ball. Jalen Milrow, I'm assuming, which I'm almost positive this was the case, uh, was trying to hurry up and get a playoff. You really could have just not could have. You really should have just got it, took a knee, because you could just run the clock out with the remaining plays. However, he saw the receiver wide open. They had nobody over. If you go back and watch, the receiver was wide open. I mean, it could have been a just catch and toss, right? And the guy could have got down, or he honestly probably would have touched the end zone. You definitely probably don't want to do that. When you can run the clock out, you always run the clock out. Just a little learning lesson for you guys out there. That's why you see at the end of the game, if a, if a team breaks a run and they're trying to run the, the clock out, they could score, but the guy will go down before the end zone. It's because it's not worth it. They could just miraculously score, touchdown, kick onside, get the ball back. So you always want to play it safe. But anyways, that's what was going through his mind. Definitely was a huge mistake that could have been costly, but it ended up being okay. But I say all that to say, this football team that had all these issues in this game, did everything they could to almost lose the game, still found a way to win. And so it's almost like glass half full, half empty, right? You can look at it and say, oh, well, if you keep doing that, you're going to get beat. They're well aware of that. That's why they need to get it cleaned up. But I look at it from the perspective that, yeah, obviously, if you continue, you know, to be undisciplined and play that type of football, you will get beat. Or you can look at it as they went into that situation where no one gave them a chance, a very hostile environment. And with all those mistakes, they still won this football game. So in my mindset, I'm like, well, take this football team clean up those mistakes, imagine how good they can be. They're finally starting to click. They're hitting their stride. That's what we kept saying when everybody was writing them off earlier in the year with Texas after that game and the USF game, right? That's why you heard us say on here, these are fixable. All these issues are fixable. They have to just get the right guys, the right pieces, and put them in position, and that's what they're finally starting to do. And as long, and, and again, another thing we said is as long as you have a borderline elite defense, a great defense, you're going to have a chance. That's a fact. You've seen, folks, you guys, they don't look, they have to look that far back. Alabama is known for great defenses. There's a lot of times we had great defenses and average offenses in one, right? So I don't know why all of a sudden people are forgetting that. I say all that to say, just wrapping up this game, because I want to get to the callers. We've got a bunch of people lined up, and like my dad said, I want to hear what you guys think. We've talked about it on our post-game show. If you haven't checked that out, go to the Miller's Edge on YouTube and check us out. We do our uh, live show every Thursday. We do our post-game show. A lot of great content, so go check that out. But in summary, again, Jalen Miro, huge day. Him and Burton, uh, Burton almost, you know, I think it's 197 yards. Uh, career days for both of those guys. Uh, so great, you know, great job between those two. Even Isaiah Bond getting on the action. You know, the receivers are showing, look, feed us the ball, right? And Jalen Miro saying, hey, I can throw the football and pretty damn well, right? Yeah, there's going to be a couple here and there that you might want back. But for the most part, he's, I mean, again, go back and watch the tape. There was accuracy with those passes. And uh, I will say the offensive line, they struggled a little bit, right? We kind of knew that was going to be an issue going against a really good front. Uh, they got to keep getting that cleaned up uh, for sure. And Jalen's got to get the ball out quicker, make quicker decisions. But again, work in progress. I'm seeing some good things. But, man, I'm just so proud of the way this defense played. Just, again, lights out. Such a dominant performance from really front to back. But if you really look at it, the defensive line, man, you got to tip your hat to those guys. That was an area where people had been wanting to see more progress. We finally saw it. Tim Keenan leading the team in tackles. Right, an interior guy. You know, he even had a sack. I mean, Justin Boyby had a, a, a huge game. Dallas and Chris Braswell, phenomenal off the edge. Deontay Lawson, man. I mean, he's a huge piece of that defense. He's Just watch him dude. fly around. He's that dude, right? Then you go on the back end. Yeah. The way that secondary adapted and adjusted when Malachi left, that was a little bit of a concern to me. They look just fine. And that's that that just shows the depth and the talent on this defense. So again, Great performance on the road by Alabama, right? You just got to tip your hat to them. Yeah, you got to get way too many, yep. way too many penalties. Offensive line needs to get things cleaned up. But again, work in progress. 
And uh, I think, like my dad said, like we always say we're on the right track, the right trajectory. So proud, proud of what I saw from my Crimson Tide. Big win for the Tide on the road to stay undefeated in SEC play. Arkansas next homecoming, 11 o'clock kick for that game. But the Tide is turning. We'll hear from you, 205-342-9904. We're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. So stay right there. Keep it locked on the Tide 100.9. Your phone calls, your comments, your thoughts on the other side. For the Pastor Payton, this is Christian Miller and the Pastor Payton. I get that right. Justin Jones, we'll be back with you in just a moment. Hi, I'm Marty Lines. When I come to Taco Casa, this is Christian Miller, and I want to tell you about my good friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic. Spine and Sport Chiropractic provides quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking your pain. If you're in need of this type of relief, contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Again, that's 205-345-8102. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A very nice afternoon with a sunny sky. The high today, 76. Clear tonight, the low 52. Tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine, the high 79. And Wednesday, we stay dry, the sky partly sunny. Wednesday's high at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to the Miller's Edge here on the Overreaction Monday. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, Christian Miller, and Justin Jones hanging out here with you. We're taking your phone calls. 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. Love to hear what you think. We're excited. We are tied believers. We've been that. We've been positive. We told you so. Uh, I'm collecting your receipts, all you naysayers. Even those that work in the same building, I'm calling you out. I'll call Chris Doring out, Danny Cannell, uh, Greg McElroy, many others. I basically said they're in the kick rocks category. So if you took, if you took A&M, kick rocks, just as some kick rocks. All right, let's hey, get Greg, to the phone. Speaking of, I didn't know Greg took A&M. Well, he was, you know, wish, well, I don't know if he did. He just wishy-washy like he always is. Uh, oh, come anyway, on, man. There, don't throw him in there. He didn't take it. Don't, don't, don't do that. He didn't, I don't think he chose A&M. Now, Josh Pate did. But he owned up to it. Did we lose him again? That's <laughs> right. I want to hear from Jeff. I want to hear from Jeff anyways. Let's go ahead and head to the phone lines. Jeff, our buddy from Tennessee, a.k.a., well, I guess, around Nashville. Jeff, what's going on? What happened to Kentucky this weekend, Jeff? Uh, it's called undiscipline. I know y'all didn't watch the ball game, so I'm going to synopsize it for you. Uh, undiscipline. They're not, they're not ready to just have a lot of penalties early. When, you, when you're up 14 nothing, you stop a team and you uh, throw a guy down 15 yards right in front of the official, give him 15 more yards to go down and score, you're not very disciplined. That's why we lost. Town didn't have much to do with it. I mean, we we weren't this one too many penalties early, and we got behind, and that's it. So, you know, they're they're a great team, yeah. We got beat bad, but when when you when you when you have a holding penalty unnecessarily, and like I said, all you got to just walk off the field. They're going to kick to us. We have a chance to go down, make it fourteen seven early. It was seven nothing. Our first drive, he missed a few. He missed one guy if he hits him. It's seven seven. He didn't. So that, that's the way it is. I know you guys loved every minute of it. It's like I said, like I told somebody this morning, if I had a dollar every time I've heard about how, how Steve's just done a good job in Kentucky, I wouldn't have had to play fire, Fireball Saturday night. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I'd have about three or four billion dollars by now. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing I was cheering for Kentucky if it's worth anything. Back in was a butthead. You know, he got a reverend the passer. He said it wasn't reverend the passer on, 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 on Georgia. But they, they picked that flag up when Walker knocks that guy down. To pick that up, okay? And the pass interference is a good call. The end of the game, all we hear about is how we're throwing the side of people and all this stuff. So, 
everything. That's all we hear about. So, but y'all, y'all keep rolling on. Tied Texas Stadium plays Tennessee this weekend. Hope they beat them bad. So y'all hang in there, guys. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, for what is for what it's worth, I mean, I actually I wanted Kentucky to to beat Georgia, right? I'm always going to root for not like I'm a hater, but. You know what I mean? I want somebody to, to give them run for their money. I was hoping Kentucky would be the team to do that, but unfortunately they didn't. But it is what it is. You know, Georgia seems to be hitting their stride a little bit now too, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Let's head out to the phone lines again and take Jamie. Jamie, how are you this morning? Welcome into the Miller's Edge. Jamie, you there? Jamie, do Hello? we have you? There you he is. Me? Yes, sir. Hey, we got up, you. Man? How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Doing great, man. Let the naysayers know, baby. Hey. Yes, sir. I love it. Let them know. I love Link. it. <laughs> hey, a lot of backtracking going on this morning uh, on the national media, boy. I love it. Yeah. Keep on feeding it. Keep on feeding it. We love it. Hey, man. I mean, uh, they got to eat it. They got to eat it, right? They said it. Now they got to eat it. That's right. Collect them receipts. It's time to collect them. Come on. Hey, that's right, Mil Milro. I'll tell you, man. He's he's uh he's getting better and better every week, man. I know he made one mistake, but like you said, it's a work in progress. He's uh he's figuring it out. We got to get the offensive line. I I keep on harping on that. We can clean that up. <laughs> I mean, we can roll with this thing. Clean that up. I oh, mean, just imagine what sure. we could have done. Just imagine what we could have done without the super penalties we had. You know, this wouldn't even been yep. a ball game. It wouldn't even been a ball game. So, uh, no, it, it hey, uh, yeah, they keep it. And man, Caleb Downs, man, that dude's a baller, dude. That guy is is a star. He's, all, I mean, he, he it seems like he can't, he's caught on so quick. This defense, he knows what's going on, man. I mean, the guy is, oh, yeah. is a, I mean, the sky's the limit with him, man. Keep up the work, Absolutely. man. Keep it up, dude. Uh, and uh, man, that's all I, I really got, man. He he's my player of the game on defense, and of course, offense is Milro. You know, he did his thing. You know, Burton, hey, our wide receiver. We finally got a, a wide receiver that that stepped up to the challenge. He uh, he really uh, he came through for us. Uh, but uh, really man, everything is, is bright, man. It is. And, hey, that, got, go ahead, go ahead. I, I got one quick question. Uh, what's more status? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't have an update on him. I, if if I had to guess, it looked like he tweaked his ankle. I think that's what Coach Saban yeah. called it. And I think it's the same ankle that, if you remember, he had tweaked earlier in the year. It was, was it the first game or the second game? I think it was the first game because he came back to play against Texas. So yeah, I, I want to say he maybe retweaked that ankle. Um, so okay. we'll see. You might, you know, might be good to go this weekend. I don't know. I mean, don't. Don't hold me to anything. Again, I, I'm, I don't know anything. I'm just right. guessing. It just looked, it looked like he tweaked his ankle, so hopefully it's not too bad. We saw Deontay Lawson uh, return relatively soon, so ho I'm hoping that's the case with him because he's a huge piece to this defense. You know, obviously they found a way uh, to have, you know, that next player mentality uh, against A&M when he did go down, but, you know, it's hard to argue that, that you know, he's, he's just as important as a guy like Lawson, right? He's a veteran presence. I mean, that guy is the key communicator on that back end, so definitely want to have him out there if you can. Gotcha. Well, hopefully everything's good. Maybe it's just a little tweet. You know, if you got holding out for a week, you know, and get them ready for Tennessee, hey, I'm all for that. You know, have them ready to roll. For That's right. But, That's uh, right. I trusted hey, Jeff Allen. He knows a thing or two. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, well, fellas, uh, hey, uh, y'all keep up good work. Roll Tide. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Jamie. Roll Tide. Let's see who else we got. I think we've got Tommy. Tommy from Romulus up next. Tommy, what's going on? How are you this morning? Welcome into the Miller's Edge. How y'all today? Doing well, brother. Doing well. I'm a happy little camper. That's right. I'm happy. We survived. As you should, Tommy. I was. I mean, I don't understand all these people still hating on our quarterback. I told somebody, I said, your son, somebody called me. Well, he's still not doing it. I said, he has grown from the Texas game to this game, and that meant four weeks. You can't see the improvement. You'll never want to see the improvement in him. And let me tell you something. He was dropping watermelons out of B-52 Mama and hitting peanut 25,000 feet from it right on the target. <laughs> when he was on, it was beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, when he threw interception, well, he might 
got hit at the moment in throat. There's a lot of things. I got news for everybody out there. Joe Namath threw interception. Um, um, Jeff and Gary Rutledge threw interception. You're going to have interception, but you can't let the interception beat you. So they didn't. I'm, I'm real happy with the team. The penalties, <clears throat> I'm kind of buffalo by some of them calls they made. I'm like, I just don't see it. I mean, I know everybody twitched their finger. I'm like, y'all get Nick picky on some of these movement calls and all this. And I'm like, yeah. I know. When the guy 15 yards ahead of you and the little guy still elbowing you and trying to hit you, you're like, get out of my way. Don't touch him. Let him go. He can't catch. I mean, so let it go. I know that's the discipline problem, but you're in the game. You're getting hit. You want to hit back. I understand. It's a physical game. I understand that. But just playing yeah. up the penalty of this team play a perfect game or a near-perfect game. Nobody's going to meet them. I am dead serious. I agree. All the you problems. Know, that's what... be more than six now that might have been seven or eight at this point i know i don't want to uh, which which might which might be a record tommy i'll be I honest i think it know. is i'm like this is <laughs> unbelievable and this is what i'm going to complain about it's officiating i know people say y'all must be crying babies but everybody have their perfect game on penalties when they play alabama alabama still have the same amount i don't understand it and the next week you watch my a&m during the night show next weekend this saturday they don't have more penalties up in Knoxville. I know it's in Knoxville, the noise. I understand that. But it just seems like, I know we get the best from everybody. I understand that. I've been around. But it just seems like, you're telling me the other team don't flinch even on the offensive line when they have the ball? Come on. I, I, I'm just having a hard time. Because yeah, I mean... I mean, and that's why I always tell folks, I mean, you got to expect some of that stuff when you go on the road because when the cadence is different, you know, sometimes you got to go silent snap or you're going, uh, you know, the guard has to tap the center and um, the defensive line is doing things to be disruptive pre-snap with those, you know, those aggressive stems, right? I mean, it, it's almost inevitable. You're, you're probably going to get at least one or two, right? I mean, if you don't get any, that's very impressive is what I'm saying. Now, obviously, you don't yeah. want, I think we had nine pre-snap penalties. You don't want all that, but... I even think the tight end or a couple tight ends got some as well. So one, just the, the offensive line, just as a team, you, you got to continue to be more disciplined. That, that That's the most glaring thing in this football game, you know, that and protecting the football. I mean, the, the one interception by Milrow, again, I can live with that, right? He's 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 not perfect. No quarterback is, right? Bryce Young, everybody, all these other quarterbacks threw interceptions as well. Um, but I think we had that fumble with Burton as well. So that's another turnover there. Uh, then you, you throw in a touchdown callback. So again, so many different things. Um, that, that went against us. And just to find a way to win in that hostile environment, I was impressed with the resiliency of this team. And and I, I like your point about Milrow. I mean, if 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 you don't see the, the progress that he's been making over the last several weeks, then you're just choosing not to at this point. That's all I can say about that. Again, I, I'll reiterate, just because, you know, we're happy to praise him for a good good game and talk about all the things he did well does not mean we're turning a blind eye to, to any issues or things that he can improve. We see those things. We watch tape. We watch the game just like everybody else. We see if, you know, he's a little off on a throw. But my thing is those short intermediate throws that he's missing, if you ask me, I think it's just because he's a strong thrower because I've seen him do this before. He's almost throwing it a little too hard for those short intermediate passes because he's a strong guy. If he learns, which he will, the more he does it, the more reps he gets, in-game experience, just to put a you know, nice little touch on there. You don't even have to throw it too hard. That's fine. I can live with that. That, that to me is easy to clean up. He makes that. That's what. That's what I don't think people understand. He makes the difficult throws look easy, and some of the easier throws look a little more difficult. Which I'd rather that be the case because it's hard to coach a guy to have touch on those deep balls or to hit a guy on the post or hit a guy 
you know what I mean, on a corner route or, or, or those type of routes other than those, those short, shallow, intermediate routes, that's just a touch thing that he can develop. So I'll take that any day of the week. So I like what you're saying. You know, it's you look at the positives, you look at the improvement. No, he's not perfect by any means, but he's playing some really good football and he's helping this football team uh, a lot. And again, right now, there's nobody else that's ready for the job but him. So what is the point of complaining? I, that, that's, that, I think, is even bigger to me is why do people not realize you don't have any other option? He, he's your only option right now. So what good does complaining do, right? It, it yeah. does nothing. So that, that's, that's, where I, that's where I'm at with that, Tommy. Yeah, I understand because I'm hearing about, well, so-and-so coming in next year. Next year is not here. We right. are in the present. Stay in the present. Exactly. That's what drives me nuts about some of these Alabama fans. And I'm Alabama. We can't stay in the present. Stay That's in the right. present. We had a great Be where your feet are, like Coach Saban likes to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy, exactly. hey, Tommy, you know, we'll, we'll be back at Buffalo's Cafe this Friday. Again, uh, for everybody listening, we hold our, our show, The Miller's Edge, live at Buffalo's Cafe every Friday of home game weekend. So we will be back. Haven't been there in a couple weeks, but we will be back this Friday starting at 11. We'll be there till 1 recording our show. Tommy is always there in attendance, hanging out with us, eating some good food. So, Tommy, I look forward to seeing you there. And hopefully we get some more callers and some more folks to come hang out with us, enjoy some good food, and listen to our show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope so, too. I'm going to tell some folks to come on down. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going it's right to be the right time. I think it's, it's, it's homecoming weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get a nice little crowd in there. We'll have some fun. Like I said, it's been a couple weeks, so looking forward to being back and looking forward to seeing you and appreciate you calling like always, Tommy. All right. I enjoy y'all show. Y'all take care. Yes, sir. Thanks, Tommy. Roll Tide. Tommy from Romulus. Great guy. Always in support at Buffalo's Cafe. Again, make sure you guys check out Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village. They've got the weekday lunch specials, $9.99. I think it even includes a drink. Wednesday's bash night, all-you-can-eat wings and fries or chips. You can't beat these deals, folks, and the food is amazing. So make sure you go check out Buffalo's Cafe. You can mix and combine the flavors uh, with the wings. They also have tacos. They've got a burger, steak. I mean, you name it. They've got everything. And, and on top of all that, it's a great place to go watch the game on Saturdays. So make sure you check out Buffalo's Cafe. Going to take a quick timeout and head back to the phone lines. We want to hear from you. Want to get your thoughts on the game. Were you impressed with what Alabama was able to do on the road at College Station? We'll get to you when we come back. You're listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports, presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. We'll be right back. in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. We're here for the rookies and the dreamers trying to make a name for themselves. We are here for the achievers who are resilient and won't take no for an answer. We're here for the coaches, athletic trainers, and mentors who are shaping the next generation of legends. We are here for you. Aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of R&R Cigars, the Cigar Mansion in downtown Tuscaloosa. Located at 2703 6th Street across from the Home 2 Suites. Come down to R&R and see why we're the ultimate cigar and bourbon experience. With over 165 bourbons and five private barrels, our selection of bourbon is unmatched. We have the best cocktails around and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world class. Come and experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. And welcome. Back to the Miller's Edge here on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. The pastor of pain hanging out here with you, Christian Miller, Justin Jones. We're collecting receipts, a lot of receipts. I have my whole little folder thing is filling up. I mean, it's it is filling up. I'm collecting all these receipts on today. 205 342 Here's the number for the program, and I'm trying to call screen here. 
Let's go to the next call. I can't see it, Justin, so go ahead and take me to the next caller. Yeah, we're going to go out to LC. Hello, LC. LC welcome, welcome in. in to the Mil- You're up next. Yeah, welcome into the Miller's Edge. All right. How you doing, Pastor? Uh, I'm LC from Daphne, Alabama, uh, homeboy of Ryan Anderson. Um, but I live in Louisiana. I have a, a I'm going to be real quick because I know I'm not the only caller. I have a receipt for you, uh, Peter Burns. Uh, he's giving Jaden <laughs> yes, Daniels, Daniels all the love, but he ain't giving Miro no love. And uh, uh, and Christian just want to tell you one of my uh, favorite players because uh, you played with my homeboy Ryan. And uh, I just have uh, uh, two MVPs on defense would be Chris Braswell and Terry Arnold. And on offense mm. would be uh, Jalen Miro and Jermaine Burton. And I love y'all. I love your show. LC, first of all, thank you for the support. LC, man. my brother. That. And, and uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan's like the big brother, man. It's like the big homie. He, he took care of me when I was here. I'm, I, we'll have to get him on the show. We haven't had him on here yet. And I know he's done a couple podcasts recently. So definitely had to get him on here. But appreciate that. But, yeah, no, nah, man, uh, I, I, you're right. It's, it's weird, man. I, I don't – there's a lot of people that – aren't necessarily giving Jalen Milrow you no know, credit for his performance. There's, and then there's some. I'm not going to say nobody is. But it's just weird that some people aren't going as far as just saying, like, hey, he played a good game. But it is what it is. You know, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We got the win and we're on to the next one. I, I just wish people would give him a little bit of a little bit of credit for a really good performance. Dude, All right, appreciate the phone call, LC. Let's go here. Yeah, we let them go. We let them. We got a, on a calls. We want to get these uh, in on to on today. Let's see. Uh, is it TK? We got Justin. Is it TK? We got next. We can go to TK. TK, you there? He might not be there, guys. Move on to the next. Right. Looks I like we got we had, uh, Joseph. Joseph. Next. Yep. Here we go. Joseph, what's going on today? Let's go! Say, hold on, Joseph. We got to keep the receipts now. I'm pretty sure you chose A and M, Joseph. <laughs> hey, hey, no, I chose Jack up there. Hey, hey, I'm gonna give Miro that man his credit. He's the next Michael Big Jack of Cam Newton. That Joker showed me something this weekend. Hey. Oh wow. Jack Miro's a deal, boy. <laughs> I can't tell if he's playing around or he's serious. <laughs> I, hey. Look, I, I no, love it though. I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. No, that's 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 a little. That's a little bit. That's a lot of praise. Now those are some big names. But you're right. He definitely played a hell of a game, and, and he's showcasing hey, what he can do. Hey, I'm not, hey, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I told, hey, I told everybody from the get go. That man goes in there and beats Texas A&M. Hey, give that man his credit. If you if you if you try to dag him, criticize him now, that's just because you don't like the kid. That, that ain't nothing to do with quarterback. That man stood in there. He made throws. Uh, against A&M, and he didn't try to take off running. He done the best he could. And I'm going to tell you, he, I'm a believer in Miro now after that game. I mean, he done outstanding. Well, I, I'm, I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, owning up to all that and giving the man his props. That's awesome. That's, you know, that takes takes a lot for you to do that. So that that's awesome. Now I will say now, let's let's all all remember now. There's a lot of football left. <laughs> there's going to be some tough games. So you know, I, I, not every week might look like that week. So let's we got to be realistic as well. But you're right though. I'm glad you're finally seeing his potential for sure because he, he's definitely got a lot of it. And uh, I'm glad he was able to showcase that because he made some really nice throws. And I, I'm I'm. Uh, 100% in agreement with you. If, if you choose not to see the positives that he had in this game, you're just you're intentionally doing that at this point. I, I was one of Miro's biggest biggest critics. And I'm going to tell you, if you got something bad to say about him now, he should shut every one of his critics up by that Texas A&M game. That is, that's the I, best I game. I can't believe my ears right now. I can't believe my ears right now. That's awesome. No, I, 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 I respect it, Joseph. I, I tip my hat to you. I respect that. That's the Amen. best game that played. And I'm going to tell you, he won me over. I'm a completely 180 now because I, hey, I was a critic of that man. I'm going to tell you, they come the time. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you've uh, got to the right receipt side. collected. <laughs> receipt has been collected from Joseph. 
Thank you. Thank you, Joseph, for that. That's a big-time collection plate right there. All right, let's keep get, getting these calls in. Let's got Super got Joe. TK. Super Joe, you're up next on the Miller's Edge. Go right there. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, everybody, how's everything rolling? How's it roll with y'all, man? Everything's going good. Which one do we have? Because we said two different names. Is it TK or Super Joe? Who we who we with? You talking to Super Joe right now? Okay, well, here we go. We got Super Joe. What's going on, brother? Well, man, but sure, I tell you what though, Jalen Miro, like I say, picking up. But I still say, you know, one the only thing I say wrong with all the we we still got the wrong offensive of coordinator. Tommy Reed shouldn't have been the guy, but. But, you know, but now later for that, because I'm beyond which I wish we'd have had Joe Brady instead of him. But, but the only thing I hear is that Joe Brady don't like to recruit. That's the only thing I hear about Joe Brady. And, and of course, under Coach Saban, you're going to have to recruit. You know, you're going to be under his coaching staff so I can see where why he why he ain't. But, you know, I'm going to say like this, though. I believe we're going to make bacon fry hogs, and it's going to be a 11 o'clock game this week, right? Yes, yeah, so yeah, Okay, so, yeah. But I, but I tell you what, the, I say, hey, like I said, the offense is picking up and the defense, you know, the defense is keeping it right. So I still have, I believe we got a chance of winning. We're going to definitely at least make the playoffs, and I think we're capable of beating Georgia this year. I got to say, I mean, we might barely beat Georgia, but we're going to beat them. So, and then you got to look at and Jalen Miller, like I said, he's the, he might, he's our best bet. He's our best bet. You know, he can scramble. He's gun, he's gunning the ball more, and he's making better decisions, and, you know, he's progressing. And so you got to, you got to give him that. And, and so, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this with all fairness, you know, he is the leader that we do need, you know, for the offense. I mean, Jalen Mills got to be Jalen Mills because he's not Bryce Young. He's just like you can't compare Pat Trammell to Joe Namath, but but they because they all, all got the own original recipe. You know how you know how that is. So That's they right. let Jalen Mills be Jalen Mills and you know and could do rolling off the court where Mills can can you know be effective as he can be. Let him operate through the effective. Let him operate as his originality. Like I said, our offense is going to kick. It's going to kick from a flat pass to a strong RC Cola and roll time. I still, and I still say we will make the playoffs and possibility national championship. And Coach Saban, now I don't care if nobody said people get mad at me, but Terry Saban is the only ball that he got. I, I mean, you got to look at Look what he said. You know, Terry coming to get on to the players. We do need that. See, we do need that hell raising Nick Saban back. And you see, now you see when Coach Saban was calm those first two. It's just like, you know, he was, he was kind of like leaning on the ropes. It's just like when Ali was fighting against Frazier the first time, wasn't performing. But then, but when Coach Saban finally got, you know, got that voice picked back up, okay, start giving a, giving that butt chewing and then getting a little smart with the press, that's the, that's really Coach Saban's, you know, that that's really his personality. You know, that that's really him. But because, you know, you, say, you saw me getting on the play, okay, then you make the rest of the, you make the rest of the thought. So, you see, there he is, back to the original him and, well, when Coach Saban has got his foot on the gas and never getting complacent, it's like this: we we stay ready for every dog fight. So the playoffs is definitely us. But, but so you know, and I'll say this: with all fairness, now I don't expect Coach Saban to be here as long as Coach Bryant. But I, but I tell you what, it's going to be hard for the next coach when Coach Saban retires. Oh, no doubt. Cause, I don't, hey, I don't know care, if I but you take that job if I was a coach. <laughs> a super job, we appreciate the call. call. We got to. We got to get to these. We got a bunch of people lined up. We're running out of time. Oh, my bad. Wait, okay. I respect you, little call. No, no, you're good, brother. No, no, no. I'm glad you called in. That's a great call. Hope you call in some more, man. I will take you up on that. Take care now. All right, Super yes, Joe. Sir. That's Super Joe. We got Chris. I like next. that name, Super Joe. Yeah, Chris is up next. Welcome into the Miller's Edge. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Love how y'all just keep it real. Um, just wanted to kind of highlight something we've already talked about, but just the D line play. I thought was outstanding, um, and, and Dallas Turner really he just you know turned it up uh, Saturday. Do you do you guys think that he really solidified himself as a first rounder now? Um, I know there were talks of that, but do you think with with that performance on that stage that he really got some scout size and you know got some good film uh, for some guys to look at? No doubt. I mean, he's got all the measurables. He's already he already was on the radars, like you said. But then, you know, the more you perform in those big time games, the the higher you climb on those draft boards. And uh, you look at him; he's got all the measurables. He's got everything you could ask for. He's dynamic. You can move him around. He's got experience uh, lining up, stacked back as an inside linebacker in some packages. So that versatility combined with his elite athleticism and playmaking ability, he's definitely probably going to be a lock for a first round pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I love, like, you can draw him out in coverage, too. And, I mean, he can cover the flat. The dude is so quick. 
Um, I love watching him play. And my other thing real quick is, have y'all got a chance to watch Will Anderson with the Texans any this year? This dude, oh, I mean, yeah. he, he, was a, he was a dude before, but he's bulked up some. I saw him pancaking Falcons linemen like it was no tomorrow. I mean, like Reggie White type stuff, just throwing guys. The dude is an animal. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's awesome to watch him play, but he's a dude. If you haven't watched him, you need to watch the Texans game a little bit. So that's all I got. Chris, thank you, man. I saw that yesterday. How he manhandled, uh, I think, with that back and then just kind of held him there, like grabbed him. But now he's balling. But, man, it's, I wish we had another hour or two, man. All these calls that we, we're going to miss. But I know we own all day. And I know the next couple of shows will definitely take your calls and give you their thoughts and opinions. But uh, great win by the Tide. And, uh, of course, as Christian said, great game by Milrow. But, again, got to keep getting better because every week is different. Every week is going to be a different game, but a great one uh, thus far, Christian. No doubt about it. I want to remind everybody listening that Alumni Hall is giving away two tickets to the Ar- Ar- excuse me, Alabama-Arkansas game this weekend, October 14th, and a $250 gift card. So remember to stop by the store in Midtown Village or go to alumnihall.com and pick Alabama to enter the sweepstakes. Remember, they've got all the latest and greatest officially licensed Alabama gear. They've got the hat wall, Yeti products, you name it. So go and get all the apparel, the gear, the hats you need right now from Alumni Hall. they got the best deals. Again, Alumni Hall, Midtown Village, or go to alumnihall.com or Crimson Tide Fan Shop. Glad we get, we got a lot of good calls. And like you said, I wish we'd get more. But remember, guys, uh, since we are only an hour, we do a lot of content over on YouTube. So go check us out there at the Miller's Edge on YouTube, where we do our live show every Thursday evening. And we also do our post game show. So go check us out there and follow us on all social media platforms at the Miller's Edge. We got to get out of here. Appreciate everybody tuning in to get in tuning in today. We'll uh, start looking at Arkansas tomorrow. Take some more phone calls again. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, presented by the Good Feet Store, American Bar Support Experts, right here on Tide 100.9. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily.